The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 13th chapter. Jesus said, The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field, which a man found and covered up. Then in his joy he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search of fine pearls, who, on finding one pearl of great value, went and sold all that he had and bought it. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a net that was thrown into the sea and gathered fish of every kind. When it was full, men drew it ashore and sat down and sorted the good into containers, but threw away the bad. So it will be at the close of the age. The angels will come out and separate the evil from the righteous and throw them into the fiery furnace. In that place, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Have you understood these things? They said to him, yes. And he said to them, Therefore, every scribe who has been trained for the kingdom of heaven is like a master of a house who brings out of his treasure what is new and what is old. This is the gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which abides forever. So you with the psalmist confessed. You said, thanks be to God, when the words of the apostle were read, that all things work together for good for those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. And you did so because you love God and believe that you have been called according to his purpose. And so can say, if God is for us, who can be against us? But what if the for us is not in front of us this day? For the past several weeks, the Holy Gospel has come to us from the 13th chapter of Matthew, where we hear our Lord teach in parables about the hiddenness of the kingdom. First, there was the parable of the sower who went out to sow, then the one about the weeds that came up with the wheat and how a tiny mustard seed grows into the largest of shrubs. And today, one about a treasure hidden in a field, and a man on a quest for the one pearl of great worth, and a net full of fish, both good and bad, that will need some sorting out. Our Lord in all of these is answering the question, is God really at work? Is he really up to something with you right now in your life? And if he is, 
then why are there weeds among the wheat and bad fish among the good? Can you say that you have been called according to his purpose? Our Lord's disciples looked around and had doubts. Just before this series of seven parables, Matthew tells us that Jesus was being challenged at every turn, even to the point of being called demon-possessed. John the Baptist, sitting in some seemingly God-forsaken jail, waiting for his head to be served on a silver platter, is asking whether Jesus is really the Christ. And if he is, why doesn't he get me out of here? The crowds are demanding signs. And to top it all off, his own relatives are so upset that they're demanding an intervention, a conference at the kitchen table. Your Jesus has become an embarrassment to them. And so what about the twelve who gave up all to follow Jesus? It looks like so much indiscriminate sowing has been going on. So many weeds, too. It does not look like God is in Christ reconciling the world unto himself. It does not look like Jesus is the Christ at all. But of course, you know that he is. And that's why he speaks these words to you this day. What is the point? The point is that what God is up to right now may not be obvious. When God sows the grace of his word, it's not always taken to heart. Sometimes what God does gets choked and kicked around and crushed. Sometimes it gets nailed to a cross. And wherever God works, the devil puts in overtime. Expect it, Jesus says. Expect that one of you will betray me, one of you will deny me. Maybe somebody right here, in the goodness of God's house, someone whom God has blessed and brought near, someone who takes with you the morsel of forgiveness and life, and with 30 pieces of silver in hand, is ready to offer the blasphemous kiss. The peace of the Lord that never goes farther than words. What's the point? That what ends up as a tree with the birds of the air making nests in its branches begins as the smallest of seeds. Begins by looking insignificant, even worthless. What looks like so much indiscriminate sowing pleading, preaching, praying, yields a crop with a 30, 60, no, let's make it a hundredfold return. But to see it, you've got to wait until the harvest. 
that's when everything gets sorted out. Right now, they're bad fish with the good. God's giving you time to say your prayers. Time so that some criminal, some scumbag can say, we're getting what we deserve. And here, that there is a paradise for him with Jesus today. Time, so that a brute of an executioner can believe that Jesus truly is the Son of God by the way in which you die. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field which a man found and then in his joy goes and sells all he has and buys that field. The kingdom of heaven is what God is up to in Jesus. What God does for you in him allows you to find a treasure so amazing, so divine, that it demands my life, my soul, my all. Find it right here. That one pearl, which in hand allows you to say, Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace. I really do have all I need. For my Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever, in spite of what today might look like in the here and now. It may look like the word that he places on your tongue this day is just meaningless ritual. But I tell you, and the Spirit confirms it, it is life for you. It is the sprouting of a tree and nest-making in its branches. It's resurrection for you. God sowing mustard seed in you. And just as he answered the cry of dereliction with a resurrection and a word that has gone out to the ends of the earth, so too from this treasure, this pearl of unfathomable worth, he will fulfill his purpose for you. Believe it. There are yields and harvests and treasures and trees and pearls. There are prayers of yours that God is answering even as we speak. And I mean prayers that you offered up years, maybe decades ago. Not a single one of them has been wasted. Sometimes God answers them in the time it takes for a seed to become a tree, even a tree with many rings. But answers them, he does. So we come here expecting to be blessed, expecting to find, expecting God to fulfill his purposes with what he places on your lips and on your tongue expecting to see that we are more than conquerors through him who loved us, 
and that nothing indeed can separate us from God's love for us in his dear Son. So thank you, Lord Jesus, for bringing me here to bless me with your patient, unrelenting love. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.